start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes There you go, y'all Six o'clock Wednesday, out of bounds Your man Carlo Kellum is here with us, along with me, of course. Good evening, everyone. Brandon Lawrence and Trevor. Um, Mello, we're going to open up. I mean, of course. What, what else would you to, open up That's the best with? way to, to open the show, man. New they York, say, New York. They say he's staying. Who wants to leave New York? I mean, it's a big city of dreams, man. Um, but hey, hold, forget that. Stop the presses. Carlos has a uh, an announcement <laughs> in memoriam to make. Well, I don't know if everyone knows, but yesterday was the four-year anniversary of the big decision when LeBron James left Cleveland to go to the great team that is the Miami Heat. So four years ago, it was the big decision. Now we're facing another big decision, waiting on a lot of pieces to fall in, pay, in place right now. LeBron James and Chris Bosh both right now control the fate of a lot of teams. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot of great free agents right now that are just waiting on them. You're talking about Eric Bledsoe from Kentucky, even a guy like Paul Gasol, uh, Lance Stevens. These guys are all waited on LeBron James and our Chris Bosh to make a decision on where they're going to end up. Right. So I can tell you this, Bosh right now, he holds the the key to the NBA. Luol Deng? Yeah, Luol Deng, another one. But if Bosh goes to Houston, then I don't know. Could that be it for Miami? Because Melo's yeah. reportedly going to sign with New York. Right. So they say he's going to sign with New York. You look at the roster of Miami without Bosh, without a Melo, uh, without LeBron James, you're possibly just looking at Dwayne Wade <laughs> You're looking at a mid-level team. And the new kid they just drafted. And so, then they just signed Josh McRoberts. Yeah, Josh McRoberts. Yeah. They, they could go from great to really bad with oh, one, yeah. one decision. They could go right. They could go from the NBA Finals to going out in the first round in just one off season. You know, I mean, it's 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 crazy. I guess, you know, I don't know. Has any other time – have we had any other time with one where one man controlled – the uh, shift, control the, the the how the NBA could shift the, the power shift in the NBA. I don't think it's ever because happened. Jordan never, yeah. you know, Jordan never we really see what it was not what it was today back nah. then. But it could have been, it could have been. It's just guys didn't really. Wh- what do you think it is? Guys don't didn't know their worth. Guys didn't. Uh, it was the CBA test the, the market. Yeah, the collective bargaining agreement was just set up a lot differently. I guess you got smarter guys in there who. Uh, Took over for the players union to to get these type of uh, free agency deals in place today. Yeah, but I mean, it was more money involved back then uh, than it is more, now. I don't know, man. Eighty eight million for Chris Bosh. Well, you know, they. I mean, <laughs> at the top, <laughs> you know, the deal Houston's going to dish out to the him. top guys. Well, I well, mean, with, with the new collective bargaining agreement, the low guys. Well, he elected to 33. make thirty. Yeah, he elected to make thirty. He could have made more money, but he probably probably would not have kept that team together. If he made, you know, more nah, money he wouldn't than have those million. sad pieces. <laughs> Not talking about his personal life either. <laughs> no, I thought I thought you were talking about like uh, you know, <laughs> come what comes with uh oh, the court. What do you want, a piece of fish. Life, yeah. A piece of fish you only want for sides, side <laughs> piece, uh fries or green beans. Let's throw it out there. What about Magic Johnson's you know, immediate retirement? That the Lakers now they didn't go flat on their face after he retired, but went from finals to a couple first round exits and then 
Well, that was inevitable. The same thing happened in Cleveland. I mean, he was—he wasn't ready. I mean, the HIV forced him to try probably three, four, maybe five years before he planned. Yeah, but they had just gotten—they had just gotten beat pretty convincingly by the Bulls before. That was, but they were still in the finals. Four to two. I four mean, to but, one, but they were still in the finals. When LeBron left, is, when LeBron left Cleveland, go to finals. That's just like Miami just went to the finals, though. Yeah. But I mean, they're like, okay, you went to the finals. You're talking about one player's <clears> leaving <throat> the impact. It could, it, it could the, the amount of shift from one season to the next. I was using that as an example. Another well, one. Well, I don't think I don't think it was. But I mean, here's the thing, though. LeBron, that was a totally different situation. LeBron, his it's free agency, so sure. now people are waiting on him. To see what he's gonna do, to see people, people now, team players now, are like okay, it's like shirts and skins. I want to play with this guy and this guy, so I want to wait to see what this guy does because I want to play with this guy to see if we have yeah. a, if we have a good chance to uh, win a championship. When Magic was doing it, you know, I mean, he just he was gone, yeah. so it wasn't like you they know they weren't awful. <clears throat> you said Worthy with a few me. years left under his belt, Devok was still there. Yeah, they were pretty terrible. I mean, they left. went to the playoffs, they but they weren't yeah. a competitive they were bad. championship. Another one I think you'll see in the next year or two when it does happen, and it's not free agency retirement. Because I have a good feeling you'll see Manu and Duncan and probably Pop all leave about the exact same time. You're going to see probably the Spurs go from being a still a championship contender next year with those three still back even at their age to probably being going for the number one pick when more than likely all three well, probably do exit at the same time. It's quite possible. With Cleveland, uh, LeBron's last two years, I think the that year he, they won 66 games and they won 62 games. And then when he left, they won 19 games to get in first-round picks. Right. Then, but when Matt, when Jordan left the first time, the Bulls went from sixty six losses to fifty five. So it wasn't, yeah. I mean, because they had Kukos. That's how. I mean, they got Kukos. Kukos was terrible, man. It was. I mean, it wasn't terrible. LeBron James is one of the greatest players of all time, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Heat fan. And I think it's it's, I think it's the way he's going about it. Though it's the way he he conducts business right now. They're going to go to a nineteen team win, (laughs) nineteen wins this season. With a first round pick. Oh, absolutely. Number but I think pick. I think it's more than just him being a great player. I think it's the way he conducts he conducts business. You know? Everybody's kinda like waiting to see what LeBron James does. Nobody like, I mean, it, has any other I mean in any other sport, does it has any other player yeah, I think it's pretty, controlled that? I think it's pretty uh like you, that? you know what I mean? Like kinda like the Fred Sanford's kinda wavy. But uh was it, oh people teams people yeah people like Chris for wait for why I well, wait for you I'm Chris if, he if, wants to win if Houston's offering me 88 million listen Chris Bosh is not trying to be one of the greatest players of all time correct obviously not go take the money cash out 88 to go to, million go to Houston yeah and this Houston was a fifth seed the fifth best team but in, then in he's the gonna ha- he's gonna have to be the man though no he's not he's third yeah option. who he's else third option on the Houston, Harden they got and Harden and who else Harden Dwight Bosh well he's gonna but he'll he'll have to be a leader of that team because yeah, he's exactly. out of all of them, he's the oldest he's only, guy. He's the only one with rings, right? So he brings that mentality. But he to the might team not want that. Pre- he, is that his personality? Let's say if he goes to Houston, and Houston wins. They're gonna give Bosch credit for teaching them how to be champions. But it's, I mean, that's already been tried. Pippen tried to do that. But Pippen did. He went to Portland first. Yeah, but he tried to do it in Portland. But he went he to Portland. He, he, he ran went, into L.A. They were good in Portland. He ran into the Lakers, though. Yeah, he ran into the Lakers. They were good. They had, the Lakers. they had the Lakers the third quarter up 15. Well, actually, the Lakers ran into Utah. But, yeah, but he went right. to Portland first. Then when he was on his last leg, he went to Houston. With yeah, with Charles Barkley. Yeah, it was like a grand, grand, and Elijah granddad Elijah. tour yeah. or something like yeah. that. Retirement tour. Farewell like, tour. Yeah, farewell. Joe Lewis farewell tour. Exactly. Yeah. Joe Lewis went on tour fighting for like uh, five years. I think. It, well, no, it was Houston was first, fit. by the way, Carlo. What's that? He did go to Houston before Portland. Who? No, nah, he Pippen. went to Portland first. He no. went to Portland first. No, I'm looking at 98 okay. with Chicago. 
He was then signed or traded in 99 to Houston, spent one year, 50 games in Houston, a strike year, and then spent the last uh, four years and next four years in Portland before retiring with the Bulls. Fact check there. There we go. Thanks, Trevor. Okay. I knew I knew it was somewhere Thanks. there. You yeah. got a few brain cells left. Oh, uh, yeah. You know away. what? I remember because you're right because he, he and Barkley didn't get along. Yeah, and they had the whole yeah. Sam Cassell team and everything. Yeah. Yeah. They had those really right. ugly jerseys with the little rocket coming out of it. Yeah, it was, it was awful. Bad, bad move altogether. <laughs> well, it was a money move too, so. But um, yeah, he man. In Portland. Oh uh, yeah, he bought yeah. out in Portland. He was a leader in Portland. That was they had a good team. They had a good team in Portland. But um, you know, I mean, it, and and then plus we forgot Kevin Love. Kevin Love's he's you know, it looks like the Celtics are going after Kevin Love. Um, you know, I, so but Kevin McHale two point <laughs> He's probably Kevin McHale. I don't even know. It, well, that remains to be seen. If I like Kevin Love. Kevin McHale. Kevin Love, yeah, go. Kevin Love's a good ball player. He's a good ball player. I mean, so you know, there's like five teams that are interested in him. Basically, the whole league's interested in obtaining. If you get caps, well, you don't have a guy. Kevin you don't, yeah, because you don't have a guy like him. I mean, is there? There's no. There's no other guy like him. No one's gonna not, give I don't love to so, ready. By the way, I don't know if it's so. That, do what? So I didn't mean that's to say no one's gonna give love to Born Ready's free agency. Lance Stevenson's still out there. No yeah, one's gonna I give see, love. I said Born Lance Ready. Is. A lot of guys. Eric Bledsoe's still out there. Yeah, that's a guy. Born Ready. That's not, I mean, that's like that's a local, but that's like a. I mean, that's how good, that's how good his Steven, nickname is. That's a local. Dude. Lance Stevens, that's a great nickname, Lance Stevens wants nobody knows it though. <laughs> Born ready. Lance wants forty four million. He's not getting forty. Yeah, well, million. so do I. But neither of us are going to get it. Well, he may, you know, get, I mean, you know, I, I, who knows? Who knows, man? But I think he's he's a good player. Maybe not worth. But I mean, speaking of worth, is Gordon Hayward worth sixty? Was he getting sixty eight million? Is he worth that? With for uh, for the Charlotte. What is the it? Hornets. Bobcats, Hornets. Hornets yeah. Who is in? The, well, I guess. The, I mean, you know what? The, the Bobcats today. The Hornets. The Hornets tomorrow. had a very good draft. Obviously, Mike uh, Jordan has been golfing while other people have been making the decisions for the Hornets. <laughs> they've been making some pretty good moves here lately. Sixty-three million for four years. They had a great draft. They get a big guy. He's a big guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's six eight. Six eight. Six, eight. Yeah. Small four. Hornets, the Hornets are playing. They're a playoff team. Four. They're in the East, so they're going to be a playoff team. That's a good move for them. Well, yeah, they, they're a playoff team last year. Yeah, that's a good move for them to get better. They, yeah, don't, need, we'll they don't need to add too many more pieces. They had a good draft. Yeah, they've got they time. got a young team that's really gluing and gelling together. They, they, yeah, they got time to they, they've get right. They've got a young team, and in Charlotte, you got a city that's gonna that's, has to have patience, but has patience. So yeah, I mean, they've got time to gel and, and get that thing going. It looks like maybe Jordan has kind of maybe sort of. Falling into something decent, I don't know. But <laughs> to defend the you know, Hornets we'll here, see. by the way, they we'll were see. dead last in three-point shooting last year by a huge margin. Haywood may be overpaid at sixty-three million, but he's probably with shooting and other skills is the best guy on the market for their defense. Shooting and what other skills? Well, he can he can do a lot about the dribble. Not good defensively. He falls on the, the white dribble. guy stereotype. He's not a bad, very good lateral. He's not a white guy stereotype. You see, you can play, you can't play. He jumps. He jumps. Can't move laterally. I mean, you, know, you can play, you can't play. I don't be surprised though if Utah doesn't match that deal. I think Utah nah. wants him back big time. No, he's not going to match. They're big gonna, time? Well, yeah. if, they, if they match it, he has no. to go, right? They, they, no, no, or, they end, or they accept it, some kind of sign and sign trade, trade thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm more like. One of those two will happen. Well, but, yeah, we'll see. What we've I mean, learned we'll see, in the man. last 24 hours, what I've learned is, is that still nobody wants to play with Kobe Bryant. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Who would? I nobody mean, wants yeah. to play with Kobe. <laughs> I know. Uh, Smush, Smush, Smush Parker doesn't want to play the, with The Kobe Lakers Bryant. are kicking themselves right now for giving him that $80 million. Who knows, man? 
Who knows? I mean, yeah, he's he's a broke he's a broken down uh he's a broken down derby horse, man. It's it's about over. It's about over for him. But, you know, hey, yeah, the world, you know, the sports the 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 world is a buzz with uh news of LeBron James. I guess the the preemptive news of Melo staying in New York, which really I don't know. I don't know. Did I guess the Phil Jackson work a miracle? He did, but you know what? That, that would have been twenty nine million. He's gonna leave on the table. Nobody else was gonna be able to give him a max contract except the New York Knicks. Yeah. So he's from New York. His wife's from New York. They love New York. You know what? I, I kind of ball's gonna stick. New York's my second favorite team. So I, I'm kind of glad that he stayed. New York is your second but, favorite team. Yeah. Yeah. I like New to York. who? Miami. Okay, I've been yeah. a Miami fan since Glenn Rice, Steve Smith, Ronnie Cycle. I go. Yeah, you I, all, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like a line though, right? It's like you remember that. Yeah, in exactly that order. Can you <laughs> say, can you say them out of order? Yeah, you know what? Because a lot of people say, "God, you just <laughs> Glenn Heat Rice, fan. Steve Smith." You just a Heat fan because of LeBron. I've been a Heat fan. I got a picture since of Ronnie me Cycle, in Jersey. Ronnie Cycle, Glenn Rice, Steve Smith, Steve Smith, Glenn Rice, Harold Miner, Harold Miner. I got a Harold. I had a Harold Miner jersey in high school. Yeah. Who else? Who uh, else played for? Uh, Tim Hard- Alonzo Mourning is my favorite player of all time. Of all time. Yeah, he's my favorite player. He's a good player. What year did Miami become a he franchise? He wasn't better than Grandma Ma. Uh, was it 19, was 87, 88? 88. Who was their first draft pick? Uh, I'm going to test this, this loyalty here real quick. first draft Well, I mean. <laughs> I want to see if he's really a fake bandwagoner or not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, was it Steve Smith? Uh, no, it was, it was Ronnie Sackley. Nah, Ronnie's looking at that. He's not even a Heat Who fan. Pulled it out. Ronnie Sackley, man. He got, it, he got him in the. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Followed by Glenn Rice Sackley and was Willie Burton. Sackley was a baller. I yeah. like Sackley. And he looked like meat from Porky's. I always thought that was kind of cool. He's a, he's a baller, man. He's a baller back in Syracuse. Don't days. forget Glenn Rice knows Alaska very well. <laughs> Alaska? He knows, he knows all, yeah. in all the areas of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Rice. Now, he was cold. I mean, yeah, he's cold, 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 uh, cold shooter. But, hey, man, let's shift over to uh, NFL a little bit. What's, I mean, it, but this is like an NFL. This is an NFL NBA thing, right? Josh Gordon, who's already suspended for substance abuse for the year, caught drunk driving, well, allegedly, DUI, in a 2015 GMC Yukon. It's actually a DWI, sir. DWI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, DWI. It's same thing, but. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, different state, Carolina. Um, so he's caught, he's caught speeding and then DUI, whatever. DWI, excuse me. In PJ Hairston's car. No, the news re- media reported it as a convicted felon. Well, yeah, so. the the convicted felon Fats. Yeah, Fats is his name. Lent the car or bought it for whatever. And the convicted PJ felon has, bailed him out of jail. He bailed yeah. PJ out of jail or Josh no, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Okay, bailed uh, Josh Gordon out of jail. So, I mean, what is that? I mean, yeah, we were talking about that the other. What does that have to do with this? Is that is that like a sensational that's thing? Just or the, the, the is that some that, extra? That, that's just to say, I guess he associates with bad people, his character. That, I mean, I don't know. There's, right. There's, yeah, a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of reform with convicted felons out there. Yeah, it's like a, uh, what's, what is it? Is what it Mike Tyson, Jackson Mike Tyson is a convicted felon. Yeah, he is. Uh, is yeah, I mean, it's a lot of convicted felons. So it's just the fact how they, it's just, we were talking Martha, about this, we were talking about this yesterday, how the media felon. reports news, right? Right. T T T T T two T last night. Great event, by the T-T. way. T T Toasted yeah. Tuesdays. But we're talking about how the media reports things and that's the all I kept hearing was the convicted felon who bailed him out of jail. They they <laughs> they saw yeah, I mean, what, what did they have to do with it? You know? Yeah, it's just extra. Fluff. It's extra just you won't, you, won't, you won't listen. You won't listen but unless you say something about the convicted felon. You know, working in that field, you know, we both have a lot of experience in uh, 
you know, you being a dealing with fellas, not being fellas on the the drug and alcohol the treatment side. Yeah, but he the kid has a problem. He's got a problem, and that's I mean, what yeah. that's what the honey badger said, man. He said he's got hit rock bottom. Yeah, he, Chris, yeah, Chris Carter. Yeah, he said, he, and, and I agree. Terrence Matthews said, I he mean, had if, hit if rock this bottom. was his first or second time, yeah, he's got, he's got. I would probably, you know, give him a suspension. But you got to think when he's at Baylor, he failed two drug tests. Yeah, when he was at Utah, when transfer, he failed two, failed a drug test and had to leave. Then he failed another drug test when he came to the NFL, and now he has. I mean, he has a problem. He needs to. I mean. Sometimes you have to isolate yourself from your former friend, your friends you grew up with, and fats. just focus on you. Stay away from fats, Josh. And not even people you it had necessarily people you grew up with. It's maybe just be a lot of people in general. Just surround yeah. yourself around your team and your family, and focus on yourself. Rehab, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he wants Are, to you keep in contact, him and Ricky Williams can't be BFFs anymore. Is that <laughs> what you're telling Williams? me? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I mean, you know, Ricky Williams, man. I think he got a bad rap. Ricky Williams is he like to smoke. I mean, he wasn't, you know, you didn't see him run. I don't think he ever ran afoul of the law. Well, uh, that, that is illegal, uh, Brandon Lawrence. Well, I'm so talking. It is know, a foul. Yeah, either I'm playing for the Broncos, so it's still illegal. Well, I'm talking about, I mean, you know, <laughs> D, DUIs, DWIs, whatever, you know. You know, I don't, he, you didn't choking, see him on a police. His, choking his uh, wife or anything like you didn't that. You did see him on a police yeah. blotter, man. He Punching just, somebody out in the elevator. You're right. He was hanging out in the TP and then did his thing and then ran over people on Sunday. He was always ready to play. I don't. It never really affected, you know. The guy carried the ball like a thousand times a season, man. Yeah, I mean, he even resurrected his career, came back. Yeah, he had a decent he's three, like, four years of his last. He was his, a baller. Yeah. But like Josh he's Gordon, his vices have led to suspensions. So that's what was kind of the the point of the joke as well. Is that, well, I mean, I think and yeah, not that they revealed it's, it's what not, Gordon failed, but we I think we all know what what he failed. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you got it's a difference though. It's a difference when. You got guys that are out there, you know, speed, you know, running, driving in the fast lane, 100 miles an hour, getting pulled over in cars that aren't theirs, uh, with linked to convicted felons. You didn't see, you know, Ricky Williams didn't do any of that stuff. No, he, he didn't was do just that. Like, you know, he was just. I mean, it was but against when, the league rules. But we're rules. talking the NFL. There's felons run wild. I mean, you've got a, a, it's, Hernandez it's a society. A felons run wild. But when you compare it to other sports leagues, and the NBA gets the worst rep, which is kind of unfair. The NFL Trailblazers. is the worst when it comes to the overall amount of people in its under its umbrella organization. I don't know that has the most. I don't you, know. Let's say, what, two years ago, Hernandez signed a $40 know, million they, they, deal after he slayed two okay. okay. people. Look, look, I don't know. Okay, look at Jason. Well, I mean, look at Pete Rose, Look at, man. Look at Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, he's beat his wife before. So did just Ray he's Rice, but he's back. Jason he, Williams he, killed he, somebody in the NBA. Had the couple yeah. on so the, did Leonard Little, and he got to play the next week. Yeah. I mean, you know, the guy, we, the I mean we can go back and forth, though. I mean, yeah. hell. You know, I'm not saying that the NBA is not innocent. I'm not saying their hands aren't. But I don't think I don't dirty re- in any way. But I don't NFL, think you can say anybody's got a got a uh, got a patent on felons <laughs> anything like that. You know what I mean? I mean because I mean if you're gonna add all that stuff up, what about all the guys in the NHLs with these concussions or whatever that are killing themselves and things like that, man? Well, I mean, that's you know. the NFL too. It just NHL NHL. I know, but the NFL has that same problem. Unfortunately, it's a bad problem. Not that any of them are good problems. But yeah. that's another issue that they're having. I mean, people, you know, you got people that make mistakes. But they get to slide no. to me, at least, seems like. The NBA Who? gets the bad rap of being the thugs and, and, and the, you know, nah. weed running wild and rampant and all these things. Baseball has the steroid stigma. NFL, I think, has probably the most dirty laundry of any of them. But because its popularity is the highest, no pun intended, of all of them, then it is by far gets the biggest slide of all the well, other. Hey, they're they're bringing in that. the biggest TV revenue. 
Yeah, well, I don't agree well, with well, that. People that's, are feeling to even look at though. The reason why Josh is still going to have a, be on Cleveland's team, he's still going to play. It's because of Ursay. Oh yeah, Ursay got caught, got in trouble. They're not, they can't kick him off the team because he owns it. So they're gonna yeah. they're gonna have more leeway with Josh Gordon just because of that. It's a time, yeah. It's definitely yeah. a timing thing. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, definitely. He he he's messing up at the right time. Exactly. And you this know? is his last chance too. He's gonna get a, he's gonna get another chance because yeah, Cleveland's uh, not gonna cut him because they cut him. Then you gonna get somebody like Baltimore, South. Somebody's gonna somebody pick him up. Take, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, on. that's the thing. Right. So Cleveland's not gonna cut him. He's got talent, man. He's got talent. And he's speak, still making rookie money. They're not yeah. gonna cut him. And speak and speaking of talent, we're gonna go to a break. And come right back with the most talented sports show that there is. <laughs> Out of bounds. We'll be right back. Top of the heap. These little town blues are melting away. To the mellow sounds of Ben Harper and uh, his crew. Um, so is he Jamaican or kind of like the guy uh, California in Informer? Nah, 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 nah. White dude? California kid. Oh, okay. Like Informer? Like that dude Obama. was Canadian, Obama. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Canadian. Well, I mean, it's Canadian. You know, it's a, it's a, a, a deep uh, uh, Trinidadian, West Indie uh, population in, in Canada, man. They got the big carnival in August. That, so that's what Eminem up. had to fight with being a white rapper, coming from the traits of snow and vanilla ice. Not a very good reputation for the white and people in rap. <laughs> yeah. Well, snow is informer. Oh, it is informer. Yeah. Oh, okay. right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh, I couldn't make that up. Third, that's his name. <laughs> third base and Everlast. No, those dudes. Now, third base was pretty good. I like third base. They were right. Beastie Boys. Yeah, they give you a little well, bit. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. Beastie Boys are cold. They, got, they, had, they had credibility. But uh, we got our man, the inside man. What's happening inside, man? Keith Fraser, what's going on? What's going on? Nothing. What's going on? What's going on, guys? How y'all, man? Hey, what's All up, Super Noob? How's your fourth, hey, man? man? Hey, it was great, man. It was great. I didn't do much. Just, you know, laid low, put some on the grill. You know, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I got with the family a little bit, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, man, we saw uh, oh, Chester, Chester on uh, Scared Straight, man. It scared me. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we got to get a hold of these youth, man. They, they hit home there. I grew up in Chester, so. Chester, South Carolina. Like, wow, my, phone, right. my phone kept blowing up, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, y'all don't scare it straight. I was like, oh, look. Speaking of scary you know? straight, uh, hey, speak, speaking of scary straight, uh, Keith, what about uh, Josh Gordon? Has he been scary straight? 
Man, let me tell you something. I got, I got, I kind of got mixed emotions about Josh Gordon because I really feel that um, this kid needs some help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really feel like he needs help, and I really feel like he's not around a good support group. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. he, I think he's hanging out with the wrong people. I think he's um, getting bad advice from people, and I also think he needs to sit down and take a reality check at himself. And the only person that can help Josh Gordon really is Josh Gordon. You know, Josh Gordon got to come to the conclusion that, hey, I have a problem. You understand? I have a problem. I got to get help for it. I can try to help him. You can try to help him. All of us can try to help him. But if it's not in his heart that he want to get help, it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. You know, me having a little bit of experience in the um, drug field and alcohol field, um, I I know that this guy need an assessment and he need a strong support group around him that could that could show him the mistakes that he's making. You know, I just, my heart goes out to him because, I, you know, a lot of people want to turn their back on him, but a lot of people need to really be there to try to support him and get him to understand that, hey, man, you, you need to turn around. You need to change some things about yourself because, you know, you before you even get great, you're messing it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, Keith, speaking of the sports systems, what about – a guy like Chris Carter, who t- uh, gave an emotional uh, breakdown just the other day, he was in the lock- locker room yeah. the likes of guys like Reggie White and, you know, I don't know how Mike Golick was back then, but a lot of guys <laughs> in that room who were considered cool. leaders, and they still, he had a great support system in that locker room, but he still had to hit rock bottom before he realized he had to make a change. So does it... Exactly, and... I'm sorry, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead, bro. And, you know, I, I, I saw what Chris Carter said. I disagreed with it. I didn't, I didn't like the fact that he said the Browns should let him go and cut him right now. I did agree with Michael Irvin, though. Michael Irvin said, you know, this is not the time to cut him right now, but to let it allow him to go get the help that he needs, keep him on the roster, allow him to get the help that he needs, and if he get that help, bring him back on the team. You know, you don't, you don't turn your back on someone when they, when they down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as you know, long as he's scoring touchdowns and getting you – Fourteen or fifteen hundred yards a a year. You're not turning your back on him then. So you know you got this young kid that's coming into the league. You know he had. This is something that's that's not just starting. He had these problems in college. They knew this before they drafted him. So what have the Cleveland Browns done themselves to try to help this young man? That's the question they need to ask themselves. What have we done to try to help this man? You know, and I understand Chris Carter had his opinion, but you know Chris Carter had some issues himself. And I understand you saying that he had leaders like you know Reggie White. And some of the other guys, you know, Seth joining them that he played with. But, you know, Chris Carter, don't, don't, don't release the guy because football might be the only thing that's really keeping him alive. Yeah. You release him from football, hey, ain't no telling what might happen then. But, you know, there come a point in time where Josh Gordon does have to grow up, you know. But Michael Irvin said that, you know, we all have been through things. And for someone to go to him and talk to him that haven't had issues with substance abuse or had issues with problems dealing with drugs, it's hard for them to relate to them. So what Josh Gordon has to do, first of all, is sit down and have a reality check with himself um, and realize that he have a problem. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see it, but um, the, the kid from LSU, the honey badger, Tyran Matthew, yeah. I, I kind of liked his interview. You know, this is a kid that two or three years ago, if he would have tried to get someone advice, people would have turned their head. Exactly. Like, well, who is he to give advice? But, you know, he said that he had to um, come to a come to the fact that, hey, I have a problem myself. 
you know, he had people reach out to him, and he said he had to hit rock bottom before he he realized that, hey, my, my whole life is in front of me. Marijuana and alcohol is not going to mess up my life. You know, so maybe maybe him and some other younger people, that's who need to really reach out to him, I think. Some people that's around his age and say, hey, man, we'd have been there. You know, we'd have been there, man. You got you got all the talent in the world. Why are you putting putting yourself through this, putting your teammates through this, putting your family through this? But you know, he, because, you know, we don't – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, even, you know, even though they may, hey, come out and say, I got a problem, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm, facing this issue, and then they come back and say, hey, even the Honey Badger, he, I guess he's dealt with this issue. But how you know they're not pulling a, a, a Ryan Leaf, no pun intended? Ryan Leaf came out and said, hey, I said, how do you know they're not pulling a Ryan Leaf? And they say they've been, uh, they've redeemed themselves, they're on the right track, they're writing books. The next thing you know, they pull a Ryan Leaf. <laughs> Robbing people. And, and you know, you never, you never know. You, you know, you never know. We, yeah. we, hey, Carlo, we, yeah. live in a, we live in a world where, you know, a lot of people make mistakes, a lot of people go through things, and, you know, Tyran Matthew can go out here. I'm going to tell you the way things work. If you're, if you're always getting in trouble, always getting in trouble, people are going to automatically look at you like, hey, you're a problem. So if, you're the, if, if it was me, you, Brandon, or Trevor, we was out there in the community, we, we, we stayed in trouble or something, but we said we turned our life around. If one of us go out there and get a speeding ticket and they get in the paper, guess what's going to happen? They're going to bring up everything exactly. that we did in the past, right or wrong. Oh, yeah. well, most definitely. Right or wrong. Most definitely. And people get people get speeding tickets every day. <laughs> people get DUIs every day. But the thing is, because of your past, that's what that's what that's what gets you. Because your past goes so far with you, man. You know, you know, you it, me and you and me, you and Brandon can be arguing from a distance. We can be arguing about something that's legitimate. But people from afar are gonna be like, look at those fools. They're going to think we out there fighting and arguing, <laughs> making a big... It's the truth. Because, yeah, it's the you truth. Know, it's hey, the truth. They, they send it from a distance. They're not there. Reception so, you know, isn't and, reality. And exactly. Exactly. But, you know, my heart goes out to Josh and I really, I really hope he get the professional help that he needs. And, you know, um, God work in mysterious ways. Let me tell you something. This, this, if he gets suspended from football for a year, maybe he needs that time off to say, hey, let me go better myself. Because he's young. He's 23 years old. Yeah, he's a young, you know? he's a young kid. He could turn it around, man. I think he can, yeah. you know. And I, I think, I mean, that's, you know, what you said, what we talked about has been, I mean, that's, you know, to me, man, that was just, that was, that was right on point, man. And anybody want to get in on it, 502-384-1450 on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. But inside, man, you're down in Carolina, right? It's, it's a Carolina connection to this story, P.J. Harrison. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about is everybody excited in Carolina about Rashad McCants getting $300 million from NCAA and $10 million from North, the University of North Carolina for snitching on Roy Williams, <laughs> snitching on the program, single-handedly bringing the program to its knees, opening, reopening up the NCAA investigation on cheating. Is everybody happy about that? I mean, how, how happy is everybody in Carolina about that inside, man? Well, you know, I look at it like this here. You know, I, I support the Tar Heels, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm a Carolina basketball fan. But, you know, right <laughs> is right, wrong is wrong. If, hey, it's true. If, if you did something wrong, hey, you have, to, you have to deal with the consequences. You know, we've learned since we was kids, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. There's consequences to pay for every mistake you made. You know, there could there could be allegations, of course, you know, Brandon, with you being an attorney, you know, everything has to, 
you you can say things, but if it, you got to be able to prove it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most if he definitely. can't prove it, it's just allegations. You know, and we all know that the tr- uh, a lie go farther than the truth any day. But my my thing is, if Roy Williams did know of this, he he need to be um <laughs> disciplined for it. I'm sorry, he need to be disciplined for it. But you know, around here in North Carolina, I'll be honest with you. You can't say nothing bad about Roy Williams. You know, <laughs> they, look at, they look at you like you encouraged mama or something. You say something bad about Roy Williams. But my thing is, <laughs> I really, hey, I'm not, right now, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of Roy Williams right now because it's hard for me to believe that you're the leader of a Division One top powerhouse program like North Carolina and you have no idea these things are going on. Well, on, yeah, I mean, you, we you listen, know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I mean, we, I listen to, uh, who's, who's the guy, the Atlanta Constitution Journal. What's his name? Terrence, uh, the sports guy over there. He was on CNN, and um, you know, he said he said it's one of I think one of two things, right? Either Roy Williams didn't didn't know. If he didn't know, then he's then he's negligent, right? If he did know, yep. if he did know, then he's a conspirator. I mean, you know, it's it's either one of two things. If you didn't know, and I mean, here's the thing: these guys know when these guys what when they use the bathroom, what they eat for breakfast, everything. Man, everything is calculated. It's orchestrated. They know their girlfriend. They know their best friend. How do you not know what the grades are? Who's taking tests and all that stuff? That's ridiculous to even. To, I mean, it's only twelve guys. What is it? Twelve guys on the basketball team? Yeah, well, it's not a football it's program. 12, it's 12, yeah. I mean, if it's a football program, okay, you know, you can lie and say you didn't know, and people be like, okay, well, maybe they didn't, even though we know they did. But basketball, it's no way, man. Everybody rides on and the same bus what? on the basketball team. Only takes hey, one hey, bus. You have a great point there. You have a great point, Brandon. And you know, I, this ain't the first time that something academically that came up with University of North Carolina. You know, this ain't the first time. Yeah. So evidently, you know, they smoke that spot. So if somebody keeps saying it, <laughs> soon later somebody needs to investigate it and look <laughs> and see what's going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious, you know. My my point is my point is this: what reason do Rashad McCants have to lie? You know, right? What what you know? Maybe three hundred million dollars and ten million. That's a good <laughs> reason. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, <laughs> When they interviewed, well, my, they interviewed his sister, she said she didn't know anything about it. What's the sister? She's all American in Carolina too. What's her name? I forgot. Yes, she was a basketball player. Both of them right here from North Carolina in Asheville, yeah. North Carolina. Um, both big basketball stars here in high school went on to take the talents to um University of North Carolina. But you know that's that's kind of touchy subject around here that a lot of people in North Carolina are not talking about. But it needs to be brought up, you know, yeah. because if he if if this stuff is going on. Hey, he need to be disciplined for it. Yeah, know? man. Shout out, shout out to Weezy, man. I hope he's not anywhere crying or <laughs> anything like that. Yeah, we we got. Yeah, I know how that is, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I know how that is, man. By, by uh, the way, Ruth, McCann- did y'all see? Who Ray Caruth? No, I was gonna say I was gonna tell you the Rashad sister's name is Rashonda. By the way, Rashonda. Yeah, <laughs> real yeah. stretch on oh, that. She one, was no, nah, she was cold though. Rashonda's <laughs> McCants was cold. She's probably better yeah. than Rashad. Uh, I ain't gonna say all that, but Rashad was a mental case up top, man. In the head, he was a mental case, but he was he was a good ball player. You know, he he played a big pivotal point in Carolina getting that um, national championship. So my thing is, he's legit. If yeah. they find this to be true, do they take the national championship away? 
They well, have to. How can they not? How they can they not? This, this story's going to go get swept under the rug. It's North think Carolina. So. That's what I think. The too, name's Carlo. too big. It's going to just disappear. Yeah. Just like the Florida State stuff that happened. Is it with the guy who the kids couldn't read was playing football at Florida State? Swept oh, under the rug. Yeah. That kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like All those whole, academic ballots they had in Florida no, State. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's 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 crazy. They need to check James Winston, man, because what does he say? We we gonna do it big. We do it. De- I don't know what he said. Man. I don't know, but he, he's yeah. James James Winston is another one that skills, needs man. some counseling. He does. Yeah, he another he another one that needs some counseling because he, you know, things going on, stealing crab legs and things like that. You can't <laughs> hey, come on. He man. loves seafood. Hey, hey, Keith, don't go anywhere, man. We gotta take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Brandon right. Lawrence, Carlo Kellum, out of bounds. Yes, I'm going to Carolina. I don't know, man. Carolina We're Steve, back. man. Uh, who's that for? That's James Taylor, man. We talking about PJ Harrison, uh, Josh bad. Gordon. Uh, who else? Rashad McCants, Rashonda McCants, Roy Williams, Keith Frazier, Keith Frazier. You know, we got me. Got he got to show some love to Carolina, man. But Gordon's actually a Texas guy. He just hangs out with Carolina felons like Fats Thomas. Hey, man, man, he's 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 a Carolinian by association. Hey, we just got the news. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> Trevor just gave it us gave us the news. It looks like Argentina, Germany. I don't know, man. Uh, Messi's hey, got his work cut out. I for rode him. the Brazil bandwagon as long as I could. Man. <laughs> if you saw the lady who was in my office, you'd be a Brazil fan as well. Well, hey, she's <laughs> from Brazil. Hey, Brazil. What is it? I mean, it's not a bad third place game though. Brazil versus the Netherlands. That's gonna be nice, man. That's gonna be a pretty good one. Uh, is is uh is is the captain the one that got the yellow card? Is he back for this game, or is it just a one game suspension? Tiago Silva. I think it was just one game, if I'm not mistaken. You just get one game for double yellow, yeah. Oh, but so now you still don't have Neymar though. He still got the the broken vertebrae. Or well, yeah, there. I mean, but you know, they got the teams. So. And after you just got shellacked the way you did seven to one by the Germans, I mean, Poland didn't even get beat that bad in 1941. By the, by the Germans. Yeah, a little World War II reference there for you. Come on, it's history lesson. But. Yeah, I was. You know. uh, but uh, can you recap for a third match? I mean, a third, I think we third can place? Fight in that war. Can, you, huh? can, can, you, can you come back and, and, and even try to do, do anything in a third place match? You got to. Brazil? It's your home country. You I mean, got to do it. You just got beat the way you did in front of your home country? In the I mean, but that's, it might, I mean, that could be like a. Your star is not It back. could be like an NBA game. It could be like getting beat by 30 the first game and then winning by 30 game two, you know? Maybe they'll pull a pull a maybe he'll pull a Willis Reed or something or maybe maybe they'll put, somebody will pull a Magic when Kareem went out and then play all five positions and you know well, I'm only gonna root for him just so trick. the woman jumping up and down is happy in Carlos' office. That's the only reason I'm gonna root for him just for his sake. <laughs> I think she'll be happy regardless. <laughs> She's from Brazil, so. But wait, you been watching any World Cup inside, man? Yeah, man. I've been checking it out. Matter of fact, I'm sitting here watching it now. 
I'm kind of I'm kind of upset. I ain't gonna tell you why though. I'm kind of upset. <laughs> I was pulling for the Netherlands. <laughs> oh yeah, it did, it did, yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was pulling. I was pulling for them to beat Argentina, man. You must have put a couple pesos guy, down on. Been, yeah, you know, a little something, you know, a little <laughs> friendly car wash something. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Good so, news for the know, Dutch, though. Hey. It's legal where they're from, so at least they won't they won't be too sad for too long. Oh yeah, but they got they got, they got another game to play yeah. though. They got that third but a place couple game. Special brownies won't make yeah. you forget about what just happened. They That's all a, it is. They got a third yeah. place game, baby. Yeah. No coffee shops yeah, yet. Third place game. No coffee shops <laughs> next, right? What'd you do? So, um, but uh, what, what, you know, did y'all see where, where Carmelo 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 is going back to the Knicks? Yeah, we think we're out, Trevor. Can you hear us? No, you're good. I'm listening. Okay, cool. Um, inside, man. Well, what's what, what's going on? What's going on new, and uh, what's going on recent, and in, uh, in, in the sports world? You got any? You got any inside track or any in, special insight to anything? Yeah. Um. Um. They say you know, according to CBS Sports, that Carmelo has accepted the offer of five year, hundred twenty nine million dollars from the New York Knicks. Because he believed in Phil Jackson, they say he say he believed in. Phil. <laughs> you said you said the key <laughs> word. The Jackson. key word was one hundred twenty five million. Is that what you said? When I'm sorry, say it again. How much money was that? I think it was the five year, one hundred twenty nine million, the max deal. That's what he believes in, right there. <laughs> he believed in that yeah. money. <laughs> that's what he hey. they, they, so hey, he, that's he the he only team in. that could offer him a max contract. He had to stay. But but his, I mean, how yeah. to be honest though, how far does 129 million go in New York City, man? It costs you. It costs like a carton of cigarettes, a pack of cigarettes is like 15 bucks. So you saying it's not enough money for generations? Brandon, to come? let me tell you something. 129 million can go. <laughs> 129 million can go a long way in New York City <laughs> and any other city you in, brother. I tell you what. Give me 129 million. I'll show you how far I can go. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, man. Hey, I tell you, it's good, it's good for New York, man, because you know the market. Those big city names need need a big time player, there. and you got and that. I'll be honest with you, man. You know, Phil Jackson. He may not do it this year. He may not be able to get the the pieces in in place this year. But you give him next year when they add a little room under the salary cap. He's he's gonna he's gonna bring some players in. But what's interesting, man? You know what's really got my attention? LeBron. I mean, I don't know. I see what Cleveland, they just sent Jared Jack off to um, somebody, and they just sent um, my man, what's his name? The Zella, Tyler Zella off to um, yeah, yeah. another team. They trying to, they trying to clear room trying out, to make room. thinking that LeBron is going to come back. But my, my thing is, man, I, I want to I get y'all opinion on this. You know, when LeBron first left Cleveland, the owner had some very rude and mean things to say, you know. Yeah. He had some very rude and mean things to say. You know, LeBron just recently came out and said that there's no place for Donald Sterling in the NBA right. with the remarks made. And I understand that there wasn't racist remarks, but, you know, if I'm not recalling, I think when LeBron up and left, he called LeBron, he said it was a cowardly act for LeBron to leave. He said it was a cowardly act. You know act. what? He didn't, have, he didn't have to sign a trade. He could have just left and not leave them with anything. He still, even exactly, after all that, know. he did a sanitary deal to leave him with something. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think he can go back. I don't think he can go back. If Who he's wants got, to go back to Cleveland? Go back. If he's got any pride, I don't think he'll go back. You know, that's, you know, I was looking at someone, J.A. Adonis on uh, um, ESPN. He was he was also saying that, you know, LeBron, your character and your, your integrity as a man, you know, you this guy said this to you. And said all these negative things about him. Just recently took this stuff off of his website. But you know, 
you also got to realize that we live in a world where we have to learn to forgive. And, you know, we want to set an example for kids. <laughs> oh, and LeBron is a great family man. You know, maybe he can look at it like this here and open people's eyes up and say, hey, you know what? Even though this guy said these things about me, you know, I know who I am as a person. You but know, six don't break my balls, but words ain't going to hurt me. You know, even though they might hurt inside, but they're not going to put a black eye on his face or nothing. So maybe if he learned to forgive, maybe if he forgive him, he can, he can, you know, it's certain ways you can look at this. You know, he's from that area. And me personally, I won't have a problem with him going back to Cleveland. Um, I don't know, but I still think, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I, I think it's all in boss hands, man. It's whether boss going to end up in Texas somewhere, whether it's Dallas Bosh. or Houston. Max if, contract. If Bosch, you know, and now that Carmelo decided, because what they was hoping is, what they was thinking probably, that Bosch was going to sign somewhere else and they could try to get Carmelo in. But now that Carmelo have signed back with um, with New York, Allegedly, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised they get all Allegedly. three of them back in Miami. You know. Oh so, yeah, hey. they'll probably they'll probably but, come. Back. You know, they but, just, but they what just does Bosch have to prove? What does Bosch have to prove in Miami? He's already won two. Take the max deal. That's what I'm saying too. But see, the thing is, what's the Miami can offer him the same thing that probably can offer him the same thing that Houston offers. You know, four year, eighty eight million. I think what they're offering is going to be more like fourteen million a year. Then it'll increase each year. Uh, little, little breaking oh, news, well, guys. Hey. Apparently, uh, Chandler Parsons has inked a deal three year, forty six million with the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, he's gone from Houston. Parsons. That would be a sign and trade more. Yeah, you know, we they can match it or do a sign and trade with them. Parsons is cold, man. Parsons is nice. Well, he's yeah, nice. Parsons is nice, and the thing is, if I'm thinking, you know, they was just, you know, I was reading something where. They're thinking about giving Bosch that money and, and taking Wade's salary down to like $16 million. You know, right. I, I doubt if they're... You can't feed his kids off 16, $16 million, man. He can't yeah. feed his family off that. That's the, that's the troll <laughs> tro- spree roll. can't feed his kids, man. can't look, to my yacht. $16 million? <laughs> Man, we got... We got... Yo, we're running low on time. We thank... As usual, our man, your man, everybody's man, the inside man, Keith Fraser back there in Carolina, baby. We thank you, man. Um, and bring us something good as you always do next week, six o'clock, Wednesday, out of bounds. Your man Carlo Kellum, me, Brandon Lawrence, Trevor. He was going to the uh to the uh Hall of Fame. Doing next all three week. Hall of Fames next week. So, I'll, I'll call in and give y'all updates. He's gonna be inducted to the Hall of Fame next week. The hat trick for the Hall of Fames. We out of here. We gonna say Carlos anything? What? Hey, good evening. <laughs> or good night. Can't you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel?